1: The passion for the world's beautiful game has never been stronger, and now there is one place to get all your insight, analysis, and hot topic discussion, especially if you're a fan of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy, or their heated rival, LAFC. It's time to roll out the ball and kick things off here on the Believe Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, former MLS goalkeeper Dan Kennedy and soccer broadcast veteran Mark Rogandino. Drumroll, please. That is right. <laughs> yes, I love it. Dan Kennedy and Mark Rogandino back with you once again here on the Believe Sports Podcast Network. DK, uh, great to get back behind the microphone with you. How was the weekend? Uh, we definitely need to find out what's going on with these two Southern California MLS teams because things did
0: not shape up how both the Galaxy and LAFC wanted to on the road. Well, I wonder what the odds would have been had we had we picked both of the uh, L.A. teams to 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 lose and get shut um, out. Yeah, and get shut out. Um, L.A.F.C. is I, I'd be I, I'm a little less concerned about just because they uh, they created a boatload of opportunities. You had the weather stoppage. It, it was it was a it was just one of those games. Like they were knocking on the door. Tim Howard. I mean, he had a couple good saves. It wasn't like he was on fire. But they just couldn't close the gap. I mean, I, I, I felt like, you know who I thought played really well was Lee Wynn. Yes. Um, so that's a good sign. Uh, but, that, let, yeah, let, just let, a little let bit me, of a trap, me trap me pause you, you, right you there. actually You actually called it.
1: Let me pause you right there for a minute. Let's go to those two games in just a moment. But let's first kind of take a step backwards because the big news of, of the week right yeah. now is is this U.S. Women's National Team and then booking another trip to a World Cup final? Right. Uh, I'm sure you watched the matchup against England, and we got to give a little bit of props since we love goalkeepers. We got to give a little <laughs> bit of props to Alyssa there. It, wa- it wasn't the best struck PK oh. by by Stephanie uh, Houghton of England, but I tell you what, to come up with that save in that moment,
0: given the circumstances, was huge for
1: Alyssa and that U.S. team.
0: Well, and people like you know, people have been hard on her and asking questions about her game. right got so. She got she got caught in group play a little bit, um, but uh, I mean, it the game's about big moments, man, and there was no bigger moment in that in that match. I mean, you, you're in the driver's seat. Uh, VAR comes into play. It was a penalty. I mean, it it, 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 there was contact. Yeah. clipped the um, foot just enough. Yeah. Just enough, man. And it was brutal call, like painful to watch. Cause I, I knew right away, um, I was sitting at the bar, having a road soda for lunch, you know, Ooh, um, I love that. And, and, uh, and I knew it was going to be a penalty. and, and the pressure, you could see the pressure. And I actually thought, I thought the shooter was going the other way, the way she lined up. Right. Um, so amazing, uh, amazing um, patience, composure, and then she held on to it. No rebound. Um, but that's what PKs are like, you know. It doesn't matter how good or bad the the shooter is um, on the day. The goalkeeper's got to go the right way. You got to read it, and then you got to come up with the goods. And sometimes those change ups that aren't hit that hard are, are really tricky, um, and you'll give up a rebound. So I, I thought I thought it was really well done yeah or or if she dives with a little higher arc in her dive assuming
1: the ball is going to be a little further off the ground right then it makes it tough to get your hand back you know, down you know to space, make that
0: space yeah that space between your knee and your elbow when you're mm-hmm. diving is is really tricky if you don't get your body positioning right and that's what when i when i kind of said the change up if 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 you get the pace of the ball wrong and you're when you're anticipating and then that, that space between the knee and the elbow comes, it gets real tricky, and sometimes the ball slips under you. And, uh, and, and, you know, the, the fact that it, it
1: happens in the final 10 minutes of the game when England had already looked to tie it but then had the goal, the goal pulled back for the offside call, which I also thought was – as soon as I saw it, I thought her foot was in behind. She was offside uh, okay. for, for uh, Ellen White. Right. And then, so still two one, and then a huge moment to, to, to come up and have the VAR call on the penalty. I mean, hats off to this U.S. Women's National Team. And on top of it, DK, the fact I was thinking going into the game, as soon as I saw the announcement that no Megan Rapino in the game, I thought initially well, before well, the, yeah, the injury yeah, I, reports, yeah, before that, before that, I thought though, I'm I'm thinking, oh wow, Jill Ellis is really going out on a limb. if She's going to change the lineup and take out one of
0: their top scorers right. and really the the leader of this team during the tournament. Yeah, I was. I mean, I, I think everybody was shocked and surprised, especially with Rapino just being um, in the media and firing up El Presidente. Oh, has having, she been in the media? <laughs> having some, wow. Having some back and forth. It's crazy, right? <laughs> it is. Um, and uh, we don't talk it, too much politics
1: on here, though, right, no, like,
0: yeah. no, no, no need. Let's
1: stick to the schedule.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so I, I was. But, you know, press actually was great for the lineup because she's got. She's a little pacier. Yes, and she pinned back the the outside back for England. Yep. Um, she can track. She can cover more ground than ground than Rapino. Um. And then, uh, sure, sure enough, who gets the goal? The, the yes. first goal to open and the a, game up. So and a powerful back post header. She, right. she smashed it in with her head. Right. Right. So it, they didn't. Definitely, it was a, a different style. But if anything, now a coach has a headache for the final.
1: Good problem to
0: have if you're Jill Ellis, and again,
1: uh, a tip of the cap to the U.S. Women's National Team. Let's hear, hope that they uh, that they finish off the job and uh, come away with defending their title as uh, World Cup champions. So let's narrow the scope back to the two club teams. You had started in with LAFC, just wound up about the losses. I know, I know. They have their eight game (laughs) unbeaten run in MLS and their ten match unbeaten run across all competitions. If you include the two wins in U.S. Open Cup for LAFC, they have that snapped out at Dick Sporting Goose Park, and you also mentioned the weather delay. I can tell you, as the guy who was hosting the pre- and post-game on ESPN Radio for LAFC, boy, was that a tap dance for me for about an hour. No, there was no, there's no, we'll return to your regularly scheduled programming. That was me tap dancing for an hour. And uh, when they came back out on the field, LAFC were much better than they were before the weather delay, but they still just could not find that final touch, that final ball to get an equalizer after going down a goal.
0: Well, no, no better man than you to have to carry that baton, you know, uh, tricky. I thought it would be tricky for players to wait an hour, but let alone a guy sitting in a studio and needing to pull, pull some stuff out just to uh, keep everyone entertained.
1: (laughs) Coffee, Um, baby coffee.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it, 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 the weather delays just suck. And that was pushing the, the, uh, envelope for the game getting canceled. Um, I think it's, I think it's 90 minutes. I don't know. Off the top of my head, but um, <clears throat> anyways, it's it's uh, it, it just seems to be one of those things that jams the better team up for whatever reason. Um, and LAFC just couldn't. They they opened the game strong, uh, possessing the ball in the offensive third, putting Colorado under pressure time and time again. Um, but for the first time this season, they lacked a little bit of quality and and ability to close the thing out by putting the ball in the back of the net.
1: Yeah. And and I think, uh, you know, obviously you cover the galaxy. I cover LAFC. So that gives us both an opportunity to watch each of our uh, respective teams a little closer. But for me, this felt eerily similar to the only other loss on the season up in Vancouver back in the middle of April, where Again, Bob Bradley didn't feel exactly his choice 11 because he had a couple of guys uh, out of action. He was giving guys some rest in that game against Vancouver. This time around, he's got guys like Walker Zimmerman, uh, Mark Anthony Kay, Tyler Miller. Those guys are away. I'm not taking anything away from what Colorado did, but it felt similar that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the first choice 11 of LAFC. And I think that that had a little I think that had a little bit to do with why the incoming member coming back off of a 27 day break away from MLS play. I feel like that had something to do with them not getting it into gear right away from the opening whistle. They were not clicking. They were definitely were not clicking. Uh, There was some missed passes. The timing of some of the runs was off. And and again, I said the final ball, the final uh, shot on goal was not there all night long. Uh, I think through the first. Almost 60 minutes of the match, DK, they didn't even have one official
0: shot on goal, which was a light night for Tim Howard. Right. And, and uh, well, the LAFC had a nice little combination a corner kick late in the second half that that Tim got down to his left and pushed the ball wide on. Um, that was his real moment of the match. But, yeah, not as much as you would anticipate. But, yeah, to your point, Rogues, I mean, they're missing the spine of the team. Tyler Miller, Zimmerman, Mark Anthony Kaye. And those those three guys, I mean, Tyler, I, I've asked questions of because he's he's sitting behind such a great team. But between Walker and, and Mark Anthony K, I I mean, Mark Anthony Kay was a player last year that when LAFC lost them, uh, they started to sputter. Hence the um, reason he's going to the All-Star game this year. Yeah, exactly. And so he's becoming he's making a case to, uh, uh, you know, he's becoming more and more important to this side. And he's just that dynamic two way midfielder that's very hard to find. Um, similar to Kellen Acosta, who play, plays for the Rapids now. And,
1: um,
0: and the good news is, is with Canada getting knocked out of the Gold Cup, he
1: is returning to the fold mm-hmm. for the games this week, which we'll talk about a little bit later. By the way, how did the they get knocked out? I know that team is that's a good team. They just good couldn't. Def- they they couldn't defend. But they number were up one, two nothing. And number number one, I I might have some questions about uh, about about the center backs and and their their positioning right. on some of the yeah right. it was not. It, 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 what about the back pass? The, the, the yeah, back pass back it's, to the goal. I mean, and you saw the goalie go crazy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, oh, man, you and I both know from that position, you more than me. Come on. I mean, play the ball away from the post and
0: play it with some pace. So right, if I miss it, right, it just goes right, out of bounds. Right, right, right. No, absolutely. But yeah, it seemed um, amateur. Like, yes. they, they, it just seemed like they'd never been in that position before, which really they, they're not, they haven't been, but they're good enough and they should have the experience uh, to to go in and, and, and win that game, but yeah, big boost for for LAFC getting Manchester nice. came back. All
1: right. Speaking of uh, losses, though, uh, let's go over to the Galaxy. I tell you what, um, I did see a loss coming in this one, as if you yeah. go back to the tape, predicted yep. in my in my prediction. Uh, but I didn't, and I predicted three goals in this game, but I thought it was going to be a two-one Quakes win because I thought for sure. Uh, we'd see the Galaxy. You know, they have had some success recently on the road. I think it's three straight road wins coming into that game at Stanford Stadium. Right, like fifty fifty thousand strong up there in Northern California, and uh, an and, and an eager San Jose team that you have to you have to give credit to Matias Almeida. How has he turned the ship around so quickly? I don't know, but all of a sudden, a team like San Jose, who we thought were absolute garbage, are turning things around, and now they smash the Galaxy three nothing.
0: Yeah, and it was. Um... It was convincing. I mean, it was a close game, and, and the last two goals open <clears throat> opened up because the the Galaxy were uh, were, were pushing really Chase really hard. Leiser. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this Espinoza and Erickson and Wando combination uh, is pretty dangerous, um, and I it, I think they're actually weakest in goal San Jose uh, with Vega. Um, and other than that, they're 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 pretty solid. And the one thing that I see is, um, man, the team is committed. And, and like, you know, Wanda's mentality, how he's always been that way. And right. he's the leader of this group. And, and, and typically it, it rubs off on on the guys around him. But I think Almeida's kind of captured it as well, um, where he, he he's got the he's got the, uh, the the guys drinking the Kool-Aid in a way. Um, but yeah, they're, they're a dangerous team and, and galaxy. I mean, Ibrahimovic just wasn't even a factor in this game, which and, is crazy. And and the funny thing was, is
1: I saw some post-game comments from Ibra saying that San Jose were not a better team, better team than us. I don't, I don't know what game he was watching, but on the field that night, yeah. It, yes, it, I know it was one
0: nothing till the final, what, 10, 12 minutes of the mm-hmm, game, mm-hmm. but, but they were playing inspired, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, they were. And and it's, you know, I mean, they're playing in Stanford Stadium. They have 50,000 people there. They get their first goal and then the Galaxy have to push and the Galaxy push the game. They pushed the game. But Ibra <clears throat> wasn't uh, staying high and occupying the, the two center backs. He was dropping in, trying to find the ball. And it seems like with Galaxy, when they don't have Jonah Dos Santos, they can't control the midfield. They don't like Joe Corona, Perry Kitchen, um, are solid players, but they're not guys that get on the ball and can slow the game down or, or, or dictate the tempo. Um, they don't like the ball in tough positions. And, uh, that to me, it, it just kind of shows you how important Jonah has been for this side. Um, and they're not going to get Jonah back. I mean, Mexico's marching on to the finals. So, uh, this is going to be another tough weekend for them.
1: But I will ask this question, of uh, Guillermo berro why not put like a Juninho in there to sit next to Joe Corona or or Perry Kitchen? That's his, uh, that's his role. He has done that yeah. forever. He has done yeah. that. I mean, does it say, does it say maybe fo- how far he's fallen off? I think he's still only in his
0: early thirties. Yeah. But, I would but, say it's probably a pace thing to be honest with you. Like both Joe and Perry's not fast. Joe's not fast. Um, my sense is Juninho is slower than both of them. Uh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, probably more comfortable on the ball certainly a, a, a better long-range passer um, but Perry and 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 J- Perry Kitchen and Joe Corona just can cover, cover more ground. And right. I think that that's, that's kind of important when you look up and you're like, okay, well, I got, I got Fabio Alvarez, Ibrahimović and Ima Boateng who aren't necessarily um, going to be tracking, tracking runners here. Yeah. And, and, and I think it also points to the fact and people probably forget
1: about this because he hasn't been out there for a while. Uh, that loss of Alison Drini back, what is it? Probably over a month ago now. Yeah. yeah, And um, they're not going to have
0: him back till after September. But I mean, it, it, I, I was a, I'm a big fan of Alessandrini. I mean, the Me guy too. is class, Me too. class, set pieces, and their run of play. He's a mismatch. He's tough to defend, and he can create something. I think he would have actually um, thrived under Baroscoloto.
1: Right, 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 right. So a three nothing loss there for the Galaxy. The good news is for both teams is LAFC and both the Galaxy still sitting atop on those Western Conference standings. Uh, You know, really in a good position as we hit the midway point of the season. So uh, as we've said so many times before here on the pod, uh, it's not the sky falling for these two teams right now. No. Cause they're, they're both comfortable in first and second, uh, especially for LAFC with a six point gap between them and second place galaxy. Um, but, but you just, you feel like there's other teams like now, Minnesota United, a uh, Houston dynamo, um, San Jose earthquakes. These teams mm-hmm. are starting, starting to mm-hmm. surge right now mm-hmm. and at the
0: right time. Well, and, and and if you're surging going into the summer months, this is when it gets long. It, it gets a bit, you know, it gets hot. You play these games. You got a couple games in a week. Um, this is the challenging, real challenging part of the season because once September rolls around, you kind of got your eye on the playoffs. Um, but this is the monotonous, like, uh, OK, this is it gets it just gets a little long winded here. It's crazy that LAFC only have that that gap because I feel like they're better than that. Um, And that kind of to me says that Galaxy is is uh, they're not quite as good as their point total. Um, And they I think Galaxy is more of a team that needs all all of their players available um, to be dangerous in this league.
1: Well, and I think the difference between just these two specific teams has been uh, the LA Galaxy have had some really good highs, but they've also had some really bad mm-hmm. lows, right? Where for LAFC, it's been kind of a constant the, the, the entire year so far. But mm-hmm. I agree with you, the fact that it's only a six point gap. Through 17 games now through the season, uh, you would think with only two losses on the campaign and none yeah. at home yeah. that they would be. You know, they are they are still on pace to 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 shatter the mark or hit that 70 70 point mark that uh, that Atlanta United had. And and by the way, Carlos Vela held scoreless in a game for the first time I think in six Crazy. games. Crazy. Um, Which to me, as we move on to what's coming up this week, uh, and we'll start with LAFC first, making a trip to Sporting Kansas City. It'll be the second meeting between the two clubs after they met on the opening week of the season. And LAFC delivered a uh, late game winner through Adama Diamande to escape with a 2-1 win at Bank of California Stadium. That was the first win for LAFC against Sporting Kansas City as Sporting was the only team that took two games DK from them last season. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think Sporting Kansas City has a little revenge factor on their mind for this one, number one. Um, But I also think LAFC is thinking, we don't get shut out too often. We're going to go bang some goals in this game. Well, and I
0: I just don't know what the hell is going on with Sporting Kansas City. Um, Very uncharacteristic of them to slip like they have. Um, it, it, just, it's just reminds me of, uh, Toronto of last year where you, you come out guns blazing, pushing really hard in the champions league, um, fall short. And then, uh, and then you have some, some key injuries and they, they traded away Ico And it seems to have left this massive hole in their back line. And in which now they've given up 29 goals and this is everybody, everybody is there, but Ico Defensively, and well, yeah, and, it, and and typically, this is one of the best defensive teams in the league. So, bang goals uh, for LAFC this week or tonight? <laughs> yes, possibly. Uh, and you talk about some key injuries. I mean.
1: Wow, uh, Roger Espinosa, P.C.P. sprain, Eric yep. Hurtado, right knee surgery, Rodney Wallace, hip injury, Jimmy Madranda, hip hamstring injury, Johnny Russell, hamstring injury, Graham Zusi, abductor injury. I mean, Beasler uh, was out for a long stretch. Beasler was out for. I mean, that's a, that's a, those are guys that you're pretty much penciling in to be in your 18, if not in your 11, uh, and I'm sure it is driving Peter Verme's absolutely nuts right now. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And and this is, I mean, supporting Kansas City is not the worst team in the Western Conference. And that's where they sit in the table. Of so course, this man. is where this is where over the next over the second half of the season, this table is going to get mixed up because at some point, Kansas City is going to get fit. And whether they can make a playoff push or not, they're going to go do some damage, because if this team gets fit and they start playing with the we have nothing to lose mentality, they will they will do some damage. It's funny. So, sorry, so I, I I, don't know. I mean, this is like uh, another, another one of those trap games in a way. It's midweek. It's in Kansas City. It could be hotter than hell there. Um, this is tricky. Uh, and it's funny. I was on an, uh, as a
1: guest on a Kansas City podcast yesterday and yeah, I know. was talking. Yeah, I was, you yeah. know, you know, a lot of requests <laughs> coming in here. Well, especially with what we're doing here and on Believe. don't know. DGA, I don't know you where know?
0: you find the time. I don't know where you find the time. <laughs>
1: My wife doesn't know where I find the time at all either. That's right.
0: Uh, you only get through 12 holes yesterday. Uh,
1: I wish, buddy. I wish. Um, and and I was talking to the two hosts, and I said the exact same thing you just said. I said if this team gets healthy, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they went on a run the second half of the season. Say where they, you know, they only lose two games the rest of the way. They have four draws in
0: there, and they pick up, you know, they pick up
1: six, seven wins along I the wonder-
0: way. Yeah, speaking of prop betting, like I wonder what the bet is for Sporting Kansas City to get in the playoffs right now. Because,
1: uh, definitely, uh, it's definitely a plus number. So you're, yeah. you're,
0: you're getting my, I bet it's probably something along the lines of probably at least three or four to one. Because I think if they're fit, they're better than Minnesota. San Jose. Yeah, Mi- yeah Minnesota. San Jose, Minnesota, Real Salt Lake. Timbers yes. are streaky. Um, Vancouver and Colorado for sure. So then that means... Galaxy, Seattle. You could even FFC, they, Dallas, they, I'd say they're better than FC Dallas. I'd say yeah, they're better yeah, than FC yeah, Dallas. Yeah. And Houston can't slip up. So you're yeah. really just playing this game of like the the teams in the top seven. Okay, LAFC are good. I think Seattle are good. I'm not sure about anybody else. Um if if one of those if one of those five teams or one of the two of those five teams really slip up, Sporting Kansas City could get could sneak in. That's that'd be an interesting bet.
1: All right. Well give me your give me your uh, proposition. Give me give me your prediction, I should say, on this, yeah. on this game.
0: Well, I, I'm actually gonna go with sporting KC. I think LAFC are just gonna hit Ooh. a little skid here. I think the, the they're still missing their players and now they're gonna think about things a little bit in sporting Kansas City um back up against the wall, but they're playing the top team, so why not? Why not tonight? Um two one. Okay.
1: Okay. Which by which by the way, uh, Dan Kennedy for his three Hi. picks last week, he picked up one point, and that was uh, on his correct prediction of Seattle to beat Vancouver. He predicted a two nothing scoreline, folks, but it was in eventually a one nothing scoreline. But that still gets him a point. Remember, you get a second point for predicting the exact score. Um, for my part, I picked up two points. Uh, I predicted San Jose beating. The galaxy and I also predicted uh, Minnesota United beating uh, FC Cincinnati, which they barely squeaked by in that one, right? Dan, you remember
0: what the score was in that one?
1: Just a Uh, seven-one scoreline.
0: Yeah, yeah. seven-one. I I was going to say since he's looking like they're coming coming around, I think they're going to be a team. Yeah, (laughs) did I'm done? It's crazy. I mean, but this is the difference between USL and and Major League Soccer, and to go and sign four Major League Soccer players. Uh, and and think that you're gonna compete is just crazy. It's crazy. This team's gonna get pounded. I mean, and they uh, sitting on 11 points. FC Cincy, um 42 goals against. Now Rogues, I give up a lot of goals every year. Typically, is about 50 for the Galaxy. I mean, I'm sorry for Chivas USA. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd get in like the 50, 56 ballpark. They have 42, and it's halfway through the season. Did it get a little better in, in down in Dallas? Yeah, oh yeah, it's got a hell of a lot better. Yeah, that's but, right, that's right. But, but what I'm saying is, like, if if I at Chivas USA was giving up 50, 52 goals and we were terrible, they're gonna they're giving up they've given up forty two already, man. You, they, they could they could give up seventy goals this year. Yeah, that's very very None. true.
1: Very very None. true. None. Um, <clears throat> and LAFC could score seventy plus goals. Um, let's see. <laughs> so. Staying with LAFC, I cannot see them losing back-to-back. And they've been on the oh, road. They went straight They went from Colorado. They went straight, this, they went straight, from, Colorado. They went straight from Colorado out to Kansas City. And they get Mark Anthony Kay back into the fold tonight. He's going to be so jazzed to be back. They did not play Edward Atuesta in the game the other night. True. Um, True. I think that he comes back into the fold with Mark Anthony K. That solidifies that central midfield if you will a number six and a number eight sitting in front of the back four still no walker zimmerman right because he'll be with uh the u.s playing against jamaica in the semifinal to determine which of those teams goes on to play mexico so i'm gonna say lafc win this game another 2-1 scoreline exact same 2-1 scoreline but i think it's lafc who win this game good uh, uh, they go, they, they, go in they go in front first, they go in front first, Kansas City does get an equalizer and then they get a winner. Wow. Uh, and Car- Carlos Vela is back on the scoreboard here tonight. Wow. Wow. So I get any extra points for that? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, so then it moves on to the Galaxy who will return home, their uh, classic uh, Fourth of July affair, if you will, uh, expecting fireworks. you see what I did there? Wow. Uh, wow. And, and uh, they play host to Toronto FC. So the lone meeting between those two teams this year, um,
0: I, you, I, I, what do you expect from the Galaxy? Oh, man, Th- this is where, where the Galaxy has been so hard is we just don't know what to expect from them. Um, I think it's, as I alluded to in, in, in talking about their performance against San Jose, I mean, without Jonah Dos Santos, it's hard for this team to control the match. And um, Toronto FC going to be out. They're going to be missing a couple players, but po- Pozuelo, is, this guy, is sick. Um,
1: real deal. Real deal yeah, for sure.
0: real deal. And I, I think the Galaxy are just kind of backs against – it's weird to be in second place playing at home. And to feel, I feel like their backs are up against the wall. Yeah. Um, like they have to get a result, they have to respond and get a perform a good performance. in. so I'm, I'm hopeful that they can go beat this Toronto team mainly because Michael Bradley and Josie Altador are not going to be in the lineup. Uh, so I'll take, I'll take galaxy, um, for a one, nothing winner. Ooh, low scoring on, yeah. on, uh, on
1: 4th of July, huh? Yeah. Okay. So one, nothing for LAG for Dan Kennedy, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you here too. I think uh, I think the Galaxy back at home and needing this one it'll be should be a really good crowd. Um, and obviously it's in the evening. The conditions should be perfect. Uh, it's warm out here in Southern California, but by the time they get to that 7:30 kickoff, uh, it should be, be a go- gorgeous night there at Dignity Health Sports Complex. So just just uh, a little water on the field,
0: a little beer. Yeah, yep. And
1: then the, and then the fireworks coming after the game comes to a close. Um, I'm gonna call it a three-one win for the Galaxy. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. I like yeah, that. Fire, I like fire that. Fireworks are going off, huh?
1: Um, we do have one more game to take for LAFC because remember they'll play two in the span of four days. So then they'll turn around on the weekend and they finally return home. Uh, it'll be their first home game in over a month. Obviously, it was a huge break in there in MLS play. Uh, first home MLS game in over a month. They did play some Open Cup games during the month of June. Uh, they'll be back against, guess what, the only other team that beat them on the season, the Vancouver Whitecaps, coming up on Saturday night.
0: Smash City, buddy. Smash City. I they're love gonna it. Be, I love they're going to be coming off two losses in a row. Can't wait to get back home. And uh, they are going to smash Vancouver 4-1. Oof. Wow. Uh, I'll say 3-0. Vancouver,
1: <laughs> Vancouver's not Van- Vancouver's not scoring. Vancouver's right. not scoring. Uh, yeah, it's tough to beat them at the bank alone. And the fact that they're playing the team that beat them, um, their only other loss up there in Vancouver at BC place earlier this season, I think it makes for a night when I could see a big night for like Diego Rossi, you know, a couple of goals for Uh Diego Rossi. He's been a little Mm -hmm. bit quiet as of Mm -hmm. late. So you still have a little wild card action if you're looking for it here tonight, and I and I would uh, I would say if you lo- if you want to, you could include the U.S. Jamaica in that
0: mix. Oh wow! Well, I mean, I I would want to. I think the U.S. is going to win, but I'm not going to. Okay. I'm going to go back to Old Faithful, and I just think Houston are a little bit too much for my my friends over there in, in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Just go back to the well, go back to the well, go so, back. To the, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe a convincing three nothing victory for Houston in Cincinnati. It, it.
1: But it is in Cincinnati.
0: I don't care. I mean, this it's just if I was the coach, if I would, if if you told me tomorrow that I had to coach the Cincinnati team, we would defend like a, we would play a six, <laughs> four. I would just <laughs> park the bus. A seven one one, yeah. Stop the bleeding, and and then get get some confidence back in the in the team, and and go from there. But it's this team's just open when they play, and and they look like they're in between minds. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ride that train.
1: All right, all right. So three nothing. You got the Dynamo beating FC Cincinnati uh, at Nipper Stadium there in uh, in in Cincy. And I'll similarly go with a different Old Faithful, but uh, I, I think this Philadelphia Union team is for real. They'll be yep. at home. They're playing Orlando City, yep. uh, I and like that it's a, a Saturday out there in Chester, Pennsylvania. I like uh, Philly with a two-one win in that
0: game. This and is the game that's on the sixth. Yes, because they play Phil. They Philly Orlando play in Orlando on the fourth. It's Correct. The MLS special or the third the other, tonight? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. A, home, a little home and home series. Yeah. With, the
1: with Orlando City and, and Philadelphia, I, which, by the way, they, this is not my pick, but I see that game in Orlando City being a draw. Tough, yeah, I it's guess, gonna be a I tough. So that be that could be a scoreless game without question, zero yeah. zero. Yeah. Um, and then they turn around a couple of days later, up in Philadelphia, the Union are back at home, and uh, they continue to be one of the better teams uh, in the in the uh, Eastern Conference. Last thing I want to hit on here before we go uh and did we talk about it last week? I think we might have touched on it a little bit last
0: week, the Wayne Rooney strike from inside oh, his oh, own oh. half. <laughs> I mean, Brian poor Brian like Brian Rose buddy of mine. The, the thing is is that is a goal against any goalkeeper. It doesn't matter like there's no goalkeeper in the world that that's not a goal against because every you have to be up the up 10 yards outside your 18 supporting your defense for a through ball. And, uh, I mean, you've seen Rooney do this a few times throughout his career and he, I think he said it like once he hit it, he knew it was a goal. Um, what, uh, what an amazing, I mean, this guy is just class. It just shows you how world-class he is. Well,
1: I, I, and I tried to explain it to some other people that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the old, the, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Oh, the old adage, the, clear, yeah, out, clear it, out the yeah, pipes, huh? Yeah. Uh, the old adage, right. Is that you never go further off your line than, where you think somebody can chip you from, right, right? So that you right. know, you know that right. if you know that wherever the ball right. is on the field, right. right, if the guy's gonna if the guy's gonna clip one, you know that your footwork's gonna get you back to tip it over the bar. At least that's that's what I remember. If, correct me if I'm wrong there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, okay. So, but how is Brian Rowe with his team pushed forward, and how is he ever gonna think that yeah, that I ball's mean. gonna turn? The ball's when when Rooney hits that ball. My guess is Rowe hasn't even started to backpedal at all. No, right? he's waiting it, for the play to develop. Yeah, so he, he, he's standing out there, and all of a sudden Rooney takes one long touch and just goes bink. With the, and I, 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 and we've seen a lot of We've seen David Beckham do that with the Galaxy before. Uh, we've seen over in Europe, we've seen that sim- right. similar instance happen. But how many times have you seen guys try that, and it goes 30 yards wide and out for a throw-in? Or, you know, it, it goes over the top of the corner flag and out for a goal kick even as world class as Wayne Rooney is I think you give him that thing 10 more times and it's I don't tough.
0: know
1: he, <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know I don't know if he hits it the way he hit it just
0: better perfect sailing over the fingertips a row bet, better strike than Ibra's last year against laFC that's true no no yes. no no
1: no 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 way yes. no yes. way DK Ebra caught that like on the half side volley and just like just Dude, I mean that was I don't,
0: but this is like an extra 35 yards.
1: No, yeah. no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying Ebra's Ibra's was a seven iron that he stuck to three feet.
0: Yeah, this
1: was just this was just a driver, driver that Ro- Rooney got all of All right. just a driver. He got all of you can I, do I, you can do that.
0: Dude, Ibra's, techni- Abra's yeah, techni- Ibra's on technique on that side volley. Yeah, that's, that's fair. But the distance, I think I think Rooney's is harder to execute from the distance.
1: That's that's a good point. That's yeah. a fair
0: shout. Fair shout. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't be the first time we disagree here on the uh, the
1: Believe Sports <laughs> Podcast Network, and it won't be the last, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, DK, I know you're off for uh, a little weekend duties for FS1. Uh, yep. Tell the folks where they can find you on the Actually, weekend.
0: Actually, Big Fox, bud, Big Fox. Ooh. We uh, yeah, yeah this guy Billy Big Balls over here. Yeah, huh? we, you tune into the Women's uh, World Cup final, and then right after that, we'll, we'll be in Atlanta covering Atlanta United versus... Um, New York Red Bulls and uh, it should be a fun little game unfortunately unfortunately you're not with me by my side but we got our man Keith Kosig in there for a, I'm sure I'll grab a, a quick bevy with him and some uh, terrace somewhere in Atlanta cuz the guy loves a good patio
1: that's a that's a great lead-in by the way and we will all be watching for that one uh, as for myself uh, it's a double dip on YouTube TV if you don't have YouTube way. TV you can go ahead and check it out LAFC has their own channel uh, it starts with the LAFC Sporting Kansas City match coming up here in the midweek. And then uh, on the weekend Saturday, we'll be back with the gorgeous set at the south end of Bank of California Stadium. Uh, I th- believe we have Robbie Musto joining us on our coverage here on the weekend And so it'll be LAFC taking on the Vancouver Whitecaps live on YouTube TV from Bank of California Stadium. All in all, makes up for a good weekend of MLS play. And obviously, uh, we wish the U.S. women's national team all the best in the final. And uh, also, let's let's see if we can get that U.S.-Mexico in the Gold Cup final, because that'll also make for a great watch as
0: well, DK. That'll be a good weekend of soccer, buddy. Good weekend of soccer. All right, another weekend
1: another week in the books for my man dan kennedy and myself uh make sure you tell your friends about the podcast tell them to click link subscribe we're working our way towards some big things here in the month of july dk we still got to keep it under wraps a little bit longer but let's hope we have a little announcement coming next week um, about some of our coverage coming up here in the month of july and until then enjoy the matches get a road soda and uh, be safe
0: thank you for listening to believe